So hi everybody, my name's Lauren Williams. Um, I've met the majority of you guys, but if not, welcome. Um, it's great to meet you. Hello online. Thank you for joining us today. Um, so I have the privilege of sharing a lesson that I learned with you guys. I'll be sharing the word today. Um, Pastor Lincoln sends his love. He is actually out of town supporting a friend, an FRND friend. So he says hello to everybody. Um, but I did just want to take a minute um, and give God glory um, in prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into this room today. Thank you, Jesus, for filling us in worship. Thank you for directing our thoughts towards you. Thank you for directing our, our minds and our souls and our spirits towards you today, God, because that is where we find freedom. We find absolute freedom in you, Jesus. So I thank you for coming into this room today. Allow our hearts to be open and ready to receive this word today. Allow our minds to be receptive and our ears open to hear today, God. But I thank you for filling me with this lesson over the last two weeks. And then Pastor Lincoln asked me to preach. <laughs> you, you are very instrumental, Lord. Um, you send us through different seasons in our lives and then it's all very intentional and it's made known to us very soon after why we go through those things because we get to share the testimony so thank you God for this testimony today that I get to share with everybody I just want to give you all of the honor and the glory and the praise in Jesus name amen all right you guys can be seated so real quick I'm very excited about the Christmas party do you guys have ugly sweaters ugly Christmas sweaters ready for that? Well, you better get one. Go to Target. Katie has hers. Anyone else? I see hands up. Yes, yes, we have some. Awesome. So yes, ugly sweaters only, so don't come in anything cute because you're going to lose the contest, okay? So just saying. But we're very excited for our Christmas party. That's at um, 7, I believe, right? On the 22nd. Yes, so... Um, very excited. Just wanted to put a, another plug for that. Um, I just want to say hi to a few people. Hi, Jenna. It's so nice to see you. Hello, hello, hello. Um, very excited. Hi, Stephen, Katie, Brian. Hello, hello. Russ. Hello, hello. Okay. So the Lord put me through a lesson the um, last few weeks. Happened to be at work. I learned so many great lessons at work. The last time I got to share the word, um, a large part of it was because of an experience that I had at work. So we are all in those types of seasons at life, whether we're be at work or we're at school, um, high school, some of us, dealing with our children, dealing with our grandchildren, um, buying a house. There could be so many different situations and seasons that the Lord puts us through, and sometimes they're really, really hard. But what are we going to do with those hard seasons? Are we going to kind of suffer through the whole thing? And then when we're done, we'll be like, oh, God brought me through. Okay, great. But you spend all that time worrying? Or are you going to have a mindset of something opposite than what you're feeling? Maybe a mindset of, okay, Lord, this is awful, but I think you're going to get me through this because you have several times in the past. So I'm just going to trust you. And then when you're out of it, it's like, oh, yeah, that was great. I'm very happy I trusted God this time. <laughs> There's so many times I can kick myself for not trusting in him 
because there's been 10,000 times he's come through for me. So I don't even know why I ask or why I worry or why I fret in certain seasons. So what the Lord has taught me over the last few weeks that we're going to talk about today is the title, which is Reset the Mindset. Say it with me. Reset the Mindset. One more time, loud. Reset the Mindset. Yes. So we're going to have very, very simple steps that we can follow whenever we're tripping up and, and going kind of a downward spiral in our thought life, um, becoming extra worried over weird things. So this is going to be a really, really practical lesson. So I want all of you guys to get your papers out, get some prayer request cards. Jenna has hers. Belita has hers. Get your phone out. You can type in your phone if you want. But um, this is going to be huge. And if, if you're saying you've never been through a difficult time in your life where your thoughts weren't right, you're lying. So I'm not buying it. So here we are. We're going to talk about reset the mindset. So again, these are steps for you to take when perspectives of your situation become false or negative. We know God has it all under control, but sometimes our thoughts don't line up with that. So we just suffer all the way through it when we could have reset our mindset early on and experienced it completely differently. Okay, so we're going to put up the next slide, which are some pictures of a sunrise. So this was a couple weeks ago. If you guys were up at an ungodly hour in the morning, you probably saw this. I forget what day it was, but man, was it beautiful. Okay, so these two pictures are the exact same sky, but with different light shining on them. So the pink sky was just tremendous across the, just, I couldn't, pack, I couldn't capture it in one photo. Like the panoramic, you know, I was, I was at a stop sign, I wasn't actively driving, but um, if you've ever seen a sky like that in the morning when it's just fire pink, like there's, and it only lasts for a few minutes, so you're like, hurry up and get your phone out, you know, in a safe way, get a picture. But then a few minutes later, depending on the way the light is shining on it, they just become gray clouds. Not very, not very exciting, a little underwhelming. Um, the sunrise is still beautiful. There's still yellow going on there. But the main part of that fiery pink sky is gone. So I want you to kind of remember these two pictures as we go through the evening. But I want us to think about the issues, the situations in our life as these clouds. They're the same clouds. That's the same depression we're going through. That's the same stress at work. But look how different they are just because of the light shining on it. So let's think about that as we go through this evening with our problems. What light are you shining on them? Okay. So... I want to ask you a question. Have you ever have gone through something really, really bad? Like when you're in it, you're like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. But maybe, you know, a few days later or a few weeks later, when you're out of that season, you look back and you're like, holy crap. If that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be in this beautiful spot that I am right now. Anybody ever experience that? Wow, so many people in the room here. I love it testimonies. Those are all testimonies for you guys. So 
I wanted to ask you this. Um, you know, they could be different things that we've gone through. For me, it was a couple of breakups in my 20s that really projected me forward in my faith. Um, for you, it could be, could be a breakup also. It could be a job loss that led you to something different. Um, it could be a no that somebody told you what you were expecting to be a yes, and that turned into something amazing in the end. Um, a friendship ending, maybe, that you weren't expecting to end. But God doesn't look at situations as bad for us because he sees the greater and the larger picture. So these things happen. We experience these sadnesses, these stressful times in life. We experience these thoughts of hopelessness and helplessness and anxiety and depression. But if we take time to reset our mindset and kind of think, well, what could the Lord be doing with this season? What lesson is he teaching me right now? That can make, that's a 180, guys. That is a complete 180. And your season that you're marching through in that time can be completely blessed, completely nourishing to you. Like, when you're in dirt, you think you're in, like, the worst part of your life. Maybe you're just planted. You know, if you're getting rained on, maybe the Lord is just watering you. So just, like, thinking of things in a different perspective, that's resetting the mindset. And then when the Lord brings you through it, which he always does, you'll be like, yeah, Lord, I knew it all along, instead of being surprised and having gone through all of that misery and the waiting. So also, there were a few people that didn't raise your hand. Maybe you haven't gone through that good experience out of a bad experience yet, but you will. All these people that raise their hand around us, you can be encouraged. Maybe you're new to the faith, and it's super, super hard right now, but be encouraged that you will get through this in such a wonderful way, and the Lord is going to use it in such a wonderful way if you give it to him. So, the very first point, you guys are going to laugh because I was a little extra. Um, the first point is be truly grateful. We're going to say truly a lot tonight. Because we can be kind of grateful. We could say we're grateful, but not feel it in our hearts, right? So to reset your mindset, the first thing I want to talk about is being truly grateful. And what we typically do, we stand for the reading of the word. So I'll just have you guys stand for the first one. Because I love a lot of scripture when I preach, so I won't make you stand a bunch of times but we'll just stand for the first two because they're kind of short here. So in Psalm 107, 1, the word says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever, forever and ever and ever and ever. And Psalm 7, 17 says, I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, meaning he is so, so good. He deserves all of the thanks in the world. And I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. So it doesn't matter how bad your voice is. He loves to hear it. He wants you to sing. Sing his praises. Okay, thank you guys. You could be seated. We just like to give honor to God's word and stand during the reading. 
Okay, so we talked about be truly grateful. Nothing can reset your mindset more than stopping what you're doing and thanking God for what you do have in your life. So my job is like super stressful. I work in healthcare. It's a pandemic. Everybody is short-staffed. So just a little picture. I'm sure tons of people are experiencing this in different ways. But there can be times where I have a lot of work to do or you guys may have a lot of homework or studying or, or things to do at home where it's just so overwhelming you don't think you're going to get done ever. Like you're going to be there through midnight. <laughs> but what the, what the Lord has taught me to do, even when everything looks like it's on fire around you, stop and think what the Lord gave you today. The Lord gave me an awesome lunch. I've really enjoyed my lunch. Thank you, God, for that great lunch today. Thank you that my car didn't break down on my way to work because I drive on the turnpike. Thank you, Lord, that no deer ran out in front of me. I always tell everybody, watch for deer. Watch for deer. That's, that's the, the future mom in me. My mom always tells me that. But it helps you stay alert. You scan the road more cautiously. It's like I've had a few people come up to me and say, guess what? I had a deer run out in front of me. And I say, it's because you were more alert than I told you. Watch for deer, wasn't it? So, gosh, where was I? Okay, so it doesn't matter what's going on around you. Try your best to find what is happening that is good. Do you have breath in your lungs? Did the Lord wake you up this morning? Yes. Are you on a ventilator? No. There's so many things to be grateful for. Do you have clothes on? Are you not freezing outside right now? But even more than that, the opportunities that you have to talk to people throughout the day, even if they're small conversations. Lord, thank you for my work friends. Thank you for my friends at school. There's just so many things. And the more we stop and think about it, which we're going to do this later, actually. We're going to have an activity. The more you spend time with God and a blank piece of paper, thinking about all that you're thankful for and grateful for, you're going to run out of pages. You're going to need more paper, more paper. How does that not change your mindset if you're thinking in a mindset of gratefulness? But you have to be truly grateful. You can't just be like, thank you, Lord, for this food, blessed to our bodies, in Jesus' name, amen. You have to stop and think for it to change your mindset. And the more you meditate on those things, the good things that he has for you, the things to be thankful for, um, that stress is going to melt away. That worry is going to melt away. Yes, it'll still be there, but it's not going to hit you as hard as it was a few minutes ago. So it's just the process. So be truly grateful. So I was laughing <laughs> at this part. Um, sometimes I can be a spoiled brat daughter to God. Anybody ever spoiled where it's like, oh, I'm not thankful? <laughs> I'm not thankful for the gas in my car. Or I'm just being super selfish, like, oh my gosh, I didn't get the pair of shoes that I wanted. Pastor Lincoln would probably be more like that. Oh, I lost the raffle. I didn't get the Jordans I wanted. <laughs> but he still has, you know, I don't even know how many pairs of shoes he has. But not focusing on him. Just saying in general, think about something that you were totally mad about that you didn't get. But it's like, uh, if you were talking to God in that moment and sharing with him, like, Lord, I'm really mad. I, I lost that 
um, place in line. I had to wait an hour in line in Starbucks. You know, whatever our first world problems are. But um, sometimes we can be brats. Sometimes we're just completely ignorant to what the Lord is doing in our lives because we're focusing on the small, minuscule things that are going to not matter in two seconds. And it's changing the mindset and being truly grateful and, and putting those things by the wayside because those will consume us, and they do. The things that are in our face at the moment I shrunk my sweater in the wash today, <laughs> whatever it is, you know. My baby won't stop crying all day long. I saw Lauren and Olive back there. I thought of that. Um, Olive is, like, so well-behaved every single time she's here, too. I'm, like, I meant to tell you guys that. She's so cute. But um, just being just so grateful for those things. And not only being spoiled— but we can be so ungrateful in the mindset of being untrusting or worried or stressed. So if we're completely just freaking out about a test that we have to take or, man, I can't think of all these examples. Um, whatever may bring you stress and worry. If you're focusing in on that and your mind isn't leaving it, you're worshiping that. The opposite of worry is worship. Whatever is taking your full attention, but in a negative way. But you are worshiping those things if you're constantly thinking about them, meditating on them, and not living your best life, <laughs> you know, not, not thinking about what the Lord has in front of you. So, being truly grateful. One thing I want to do during the—we'll start it right now, and we'll just continue on. On your paper, start writing down things that you're grateful for just throughout our time tonight, and then we'll have a little bit of time later on when we're done to continue to list those things. But I want to see everybody get a piece of paper or get their phone out and just stuff I'm grateful for. And as you think of them, as we're chatting, go ahead and write those down. We'll have more time at the end too, so don't worry. So we don't want to be spoiled brats. We don't want to be untrusting and worrisome. We want to be truly grateful. So the next point I want to talk about in resetting the mindset, say reset the mindset. I think that's so catchy. Do you guys like it? I think it's like reset the mindset. You have to say it with an attitude, you know. Own that. Put the devil under your heel, your heel and reset your mindset. Okay. So the next thing is be truly trusting. Trust in the Lord. <laughs> so be truly trusting. When we worry all day long, we're not really trusting. So the scripture I have for that is Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. And I absolutely love this one. I, it was one of the ones that I've memorized because it is such a beautiful picture. So if you want to close your eyes and kind of just picture this happening in front of you, you can. I'll read it to you. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends its roots out by the stream. 
It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. And it never fails to bear fruit. <sighs> How lovely is that? Wouldn't you love to be that tree? All you have to do is trust in the Lord. And that's what <laughs> the lesson that I learned over the last week because I was stressing out at work. But trusting in the Lord, we don't have to worry because we're fully watered. We're never going to run dry. It doesn't matter if it's a thousand degrees in the desert. Our roots, if we trust in the Lord, our roots extend out to the stream. So it doesn't matter if we're not being watered by rain, watered by encouragement from other people. It doesn't matter if we're not receiving the gratification or the likes, things like that, because that's not what waters us. I really love that verse. It doesn't fear. It has no worries in a year of drought, and it never fails to bear fruit. So when you trust in the Lord, you're always going to produce good fruit. So one of my other favorite verses, I, I didn't give it um, to them for the slide here, but the fruits of the Spirit, I picture those as like actual pieces of fruit on a tree. Love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So there's this scripture, there's a lot to unpack in this scripture, but how beautiful is it? So I really encourage you, write that down or take a picture of the screen. That is going to be a good verse that you're going to want to refer to later. Probably even tomorrow. <laughs> so sometimes the stress in my life can make me blind to the blessings that are at work right in front of me that I can't see. We have no clue the way the Lord is working. We're not privy to the future for a reason because there's so much in front of us, good and bad, but he wants to take us step by step, one day at a time. He gives us this day our daily bread so we don't freak out <laughs> about all the other stuff in the future. He's good. The Lord is good. He protects us that way. I don't want to know what day I'm going to die. Ever think about that? Like, oh, I wonder how long I'm supposed to be on earth. We're not supposed to know that. We'd be like totally tripping out. Oh, I only have 72,000 days to live. Or how, I don't even know if that's accurate <laughs> as far as like days in a year or whatever. It's probably like 500 years old. But, um, you know, we, we can't see what's in front of us. We don't know what the Lord is doing. So we can't throw in the towel and just be like, oh gosh, the Lord has forgotten about me. I shouldn't have any hope anymore. That's an absolute lie. The Lord has so many good things for his children. He is going to give you a hope and a future. He has so many beautiful things for you. He wants to give you your heart's desire. Like this is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Like attaching our hearts to his name, to confessing with our mouth that he is Lord. These are all of the benefits that we have with being a child of God, with, with accepting Jesus as our Savior. He has so many good things for us. We don't have to be afraid of tomorrow. We don't have to be afraid of the future or the big issue at school or the big issue in our family. If we give that to him, he's going to take care of it. 
in his timing and in his way. But listen to me when I say I would not want anything done in my timing or my way because I would have chose wrong 7,000 times. So don't be mad if it doesn't go your way. It wasn't meant to. Your way wasn't as good as God's. That was such a fun lesson to learn. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm 1%. You're 99. Make up the difference in me, please. And the more I boast in my weakness, the more that I know his glory and power can rest upon me. That's kind of paraphrased from something Paul said about weakness. But it is just so cool. It's so cool that we don't have to have it all together. We don't have to, uh, you know, freak out that we don't know who we're marrying yet, if you're not married. We don't have to freak out about how we're going to pay our cell phone bill next month. We don't have to freak out about, my car is about to die. Like, now what am I supposed to do? The Lord is going to provide all of those things to you. But do you trust him to do that? Be truly trusting. The second point to resetting the mindset. The Lord is so good. He is so, so good. When he takes us through these lessons, he gives us so much grace. So when we don't trust him the first ten times, he gives us grace on the eleventh. He knows it takes us a minute to learn. He's always going to be there for us, even if we mess up a bunch of times. But isn't he so great because of that? Gosh. I think I would drive my mom nuts. She, I don't know that she would be able to forgive me as many times as God does. <laughs> we only have a small threshold, humans. You know, we get mad at people pretty quick. But God doesn't. God will forgive and forgive and forgive, but we have to trust him. We have to trust that he's going to carry us through those things. He is so faithful and he is mighty to save. And if we trust him in the beginning, we can avoid the turmoil in the middle. And the middle can be very long until we arrive to, to the point where he, he makes us safe or, or we come through and we learn the valuable lesson. So trusting him from the beginning will make that whole experience enjoyable for us. So be truly trusting. So the next point is be truly diligent. Diligence, diligence. We have to be diligent. We have to be disciplined. So we're writing out our lists of things we're grateful for, yeah? I know you guys are up, all started them already. Good. You're going to use that list, and I'm going to encourage you to use it. Anytime you start freaking out, every morning when you're doing your devotional or every night when you're reading your Bible, I want you guys to meditate on the things in your life that you're grateful for. Because in part of resetting the mindset, you have to do this diligently. You need to train your brain of how to rethink, of how to create new neural pathways of thinking in positive ways and in grateful ways and in ways that the Lord can impact you. It's the way that he has designed, he wants us to think this way. He doesn't want us to be freaked out and worried and depressed and scared. Like, he put us on this earth to enjoy it. He created this, this beautiful earth and everything in it 
for us to enjoy it. So he wants us to learn how to be diligent into training our brain and resetting the mindset so we can be grateful, so we can be trusting of him. So doing this, you know, dive into your word. Read your Bible. If you don't know where to start, you know, pick a chapter. I don't know. When I started reading through the Bible, they told me um, to read the Gospels first. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And those are pretty much four of the same stories written by four different people and four different perspectives. Um, they, were all, they had all different um, jobs. Um, Luke, I believe, was a physician. So the way that he words things can be, like, more intricate in some of the areas. Um, so Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, if you're not sure where to start. But also, I love um, Philippians, Galatians, Ephesians. Those are just beautiful, beautiful words of, of the way that the Lord is active and alive in the world today. And even though those were written 2,000 years ago, those are still very, very relevant and live in 2021. The whole Bible is, really. but So be diligent. Read your Bible. If the Bible's a little overwhelming for you, still read it, but maybe pick up a devotional, um, something that you can hone in on. Um, the devotional that I read, I took a, a, a picture of it, but I just wanted to read it to you. Um, the one thing it says, a thankful mindset does not entail denial of reality with its plethora of problems. Instead, it rejoices in me, your Savior, in the midst of trials and tribulations. So, like, that little nugget just came from a devotional. Like, that helps, that can help you focus in on, um, you know, what the Lord is doing, what, what the another interpretation of what scripture is telling you. Um, and it can relate to different life situations. Um, the one that I'm reading right now talks a lot about thankfulness in the end of November especially. <laughs> um, but something like that, you know, they'll have little scriptures and then look that scripture up and read the verses around it. Like being diligent, diligent to put the Bible in front of you to read those words. Be diligent to be thankful, to be grateful. But this is a part of brain training. You have to be diligent in what you're doing to change your thoughts. If you do absolutely nothing, you're going to go down. You're going to go spiraling. In the world, if you're stagnant, you're not standing still. You're actually moving backwards. Um, in our walk with Jesus, we need to continuously pick up our cross every day and walk forward, and walk forward, and walk forward. That requires diligence and work, but oh, the benefits are just whew, tremendous. Sometimes when I'm on vacation, I just had a few days off, decorate my house for Christmas and do some baking. Um, sometimes when I'm off, I'm out of my routine a little bit. And usually I wake up, have coffee, and do my devotional. Um, and I did that a little out of order. I he didn't do it until later in the day, but it really messed with me. I was like, oh my gosh, why am I like worried about all this stuff all of a sudden? It's like, oh, I wasn't diligent. I didn't do my thing this morning. Whatever it looks like for you, it doesn't have to be in the morning. It could be after school. It could be 
at one o'clock in the morning when you finally are done doing homework, you know, whatever it can be. But just find your time with the Lord, unpack some scripture, maybe read a devotional, listen to a sermon. But this is all to help train your brain. If you are sick of the enemy taking over your thoughts, giving you strikes of fear throughout your day, then you need to do this. You need to be fed up with what the devil's trying to do to you because guess what? If you're a Christian, you have a target on your back. He's coming after you. But guess what? We already won. Can I get an amen to that? <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just saying. We don't have to be worried, you know, but we have to be diligent. We have to be aware that he's after us, that the devil is going to try to trip us up in our weakest areas. If he can't destroy our faith, maybe he'll discourage us. Um, maybe if he can't mess with our determination in the future, maybe he'll have people talk at us sideways. You know, so even if you're strong in one area, the devil's going to try to attack you from an area you may be a bit weak in. So you need to build up your, your faith muscles. Build up your thoughts. Um, some negative seeds can be planted, and those will quickly root and spread into your mind. So you need to uproot those. You need to figure out what are the lies, rip those roots out, and place new seeds of truth, and continue to water them and nourish them. Read, do devotionals, pray, be grateful, trust in God, even if you're freaking out. And those roots will grow deep. Those roots will grow. Those neural pathways will grow positive, and your first reaction is going to be praise. Uh, your first reaction is going to be peacefulness instead of worry. So be truly diligent. You guys taking notes? Good. Keep writing down what you're grateful for, too. Okay. So the verse I want to talk about is Romans 8, 6, with being diligent. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. So when you are going through your day, ask yourself, what is ruling your mind? Is it the world? Is it your flesh? Or is it the word? And is it the spirit of God? Those things make a huge difference, and the outcomes are complete opposite. So you have to pick every single day when you get up in the morning, what type of thoughts are you going to trust in? What voice are you going to listen to? If your mind is governed by your flesh, the result is death. But the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. I'd rather have some life and peace. Amen? Amen? Yeah? Okay. So the last point I want to talk about today is be truly transformed. Whoo, yes. So our minds will be transformed. And this is the original verse that I thought of. It's Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Reset the mindset. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good pleasing and perfect will. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your good, pleasing, and perfect will. 
There's so many temptations in this world that will make me think bad thoughts, negative thoughts, scary thoughts, but it requires my mind to be transformed. So being grateful, being trusting, being diligent, my mind will be transformed. Another way this was described is repentance. So if you repent, that is the, the transformation of your mind, the renewing of your mind. So people talk about repenting, repenting from sins. So if you've dealt with, you know, any sins in the past, sexual sins, addiction, um, harming yourself or thoughts of suicide, whatever those things are, your mind can be transformed. Just through these simple steps, these things can help you with this. But it's, the root of it is just how wonderful God is and focusing in on that and, and getting a hold of the power of Holy Spirit to transform you inside and out. So, be truly transformed. God is so good every single day. He put breath in our lungs today. He creates sunrises for us to enjoy. You have to catch them. You have to be up early in the morning. Sometimes I'm not. But God is so good. When you take a walk in the woods, doesn't matter what season it is. Me and Katie like to go walking in the pool in the woods. And no ma- I t- we talked about this. No matter what problems we're facing right now, when I walk through nature, that's, that's really a place where I can be in tune with God and, and just receptive to his peace just by looking at the trees around me. How old are some of these trees? Hundreds of years old. They've gotten storms thrown against them, cold winters, hot summers. They're still standing. My problems are so momentary, like that, and they're gone. But those trees, from the time the first tree was, you know, created or whatever, trees have been around since God created the world. So when I walk through nature, it reminds me my problems are nothing because his creation stands true and is everlasting, just like his promises and his faith. So I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be concerned or super stressed when I'm going through things because he'll bring me through it, just like he brought those trees through. But just looking at creation, just being thankful for how good he is, um, he gives us health. He heals us. Um, I had insane migraines, like continuous migraines years ago. And I was up here on the altar and I got prayed for. And I had to take it by the horns. I had to really, really, really trust and believe and thank God for my healing. Even if I didn't know if it actually worked yet, wouldn't you know, he came through and I hadn't had a migraine since. Praise God. Migraines are awful. But he, he is so good. He protects us from evil in the spiritual realm that we have no clue is coming at us. There is a spiritual battle that happens all the time in things that we can't see. But the Lord sends his angels to protect us. So he's just so good. So I want you guys to look at your paper. 
continue to write some things down. And think about all the things you have to be grateful for. He lets us experience his grace, his mercy, his strength, his love, his peace, his faithfulness, his abundance. We have so much to be grateful for just from who he is and who he says we are. You are loved. You are cherished. You are a precious child of God. You are capable. You are confident. You are qualified. You are anointed. You are called. You are righteous. You are holy. You are pure in his eyes. When you give your life to Jesus, all of these things can be yours. Things that you're ashamed of, the moment you give to him, he reverses it. It's like, if you're following me, we're getting rid of this. Like, you're good. You're covered. He's like the ultimate insurance plan. Doesn't matter what's wrong. Oh, you're covered. You're good. But he is just so good. So I just want us to spend a minute and continue to write some things down that we're grateful for. We are resetting the mindset today, this moment, from now on. Hmm. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. It's so hard, too, around the holidays sometimes. We don't have some of the relatives we used to share Christmas with. Sometimes the holidays are just really stressful. We're working a lot more. You know, money's tight, whatever it is. I want you to accept this challenge to reset your mindset this holiday season. Whatever your stressor is that you go through, if you go through something this time of year, or even if you're just like really focused on shopping and less on Jesus, I want this to be a challenge to you. Resetting your mindset. Focus on what you're grateful for. Focus on what you're trusting him for. God, I cannot wait to find a husband. God, I cannot wait to find a wife. God, I cannot wait to find that perfect job that you have for me. Trusting that he already has it and it's already in the works. That takes faith, guys. That takes faith. But the reward, the reward of that, when you do arrive, you're like, Lord, I knew it all along. You'll tell your spouse, I was praying for you for years. How cool is that? That's the life he wants you to have. He wants you to be full in trusting him and grateful to him because all of those benefits are so great. So think about some things in your life that you want to change as far as your mindset goes. Could be for the holidays or just for your everyday life. And what I want you to do, to truly do, because I say truly a lot in this sermon, being truly grateful, truly trusting, and truly diligent to be truly transformed. So we're going to close. Um, I'm going to just pronounce a blessing over you guys. But if you need prayer, we're actually going to have some members of our prayer team come up. You can come on up. Um, we want to pray for you. Whether it be an issue that you're having in, in your thought life, um, some stress that you're dealing with, 
whatever it is, we're going to be here to pray for you. We want you guys to be free. Be free and have the benefits that Jesus died on the cross to give you. We're not meant to be bound in our minds, in our hearts, whatever it is. We want to pray for you. We want to touch and agree with you on the truth that God has for you. So take your lists with you, and I want you to look at them tomorrow. If you have more to write, you can sit in your seat and write. We're going to have some time of, of Antoine just playing here in time for prayer. But I want you guys to have this moment alone with you and with God, with your piece of paper, and write down the th more things that you're grateful for. And you can use those when you're up against another moment where it's like, oh my gosh, Lord, are you going to carry me through this? And when you see your list, you're like, oh, yeah, he got me through all of those things. He'll get me through this too. And that is the beginning of resetting your mindset. I can't drill that enough. Like these are very applicable steps. So I'm just going to pray over you guys if you want to raise your hands. Um, God, thank you so much for filling us today. Thank you for your precious word. Thank you for the anointing that is on every single person in this room, God. Thank you for the lives. Thank you for the plans that you have for us, God. Thank you for the blessings that are already on the way from heaven, God. We thank you. We are so grateful for you, God. We just ask that this, this plant, this seed from this message be planted so deep into our hearts and help it to eradicate all of the bad roots to kill all of the weeds around it, God. We ask that this message go deep and spread wide and allow our minds to be transformed, God. So we, we ask that you bless and protect us as we go about our way today. Protect us that we can come back on Sunday and Wednesday next week. But we are just so grateful that you are here tonight, Lord. We give you all the honor, glory, and all of the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.